Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and welcome to the last day of February. Uh, it's the 28th today, and it's a Monday, and I'm back uh, on the mend. As uh, Last week was a tough, tough week uh, as uh, I was under the weather. Uh, got a little scary there for a minute, but... Uh, Tested positive again for COVID. Uh, those, uh, and I'll just say it really simply. Um, I'm on a regimen of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And the second I started taking, well, not the second, uh, but within an hour of me starting to take it, I started to feel much, much better. I know uh, it's it's not proven, but. Uh, once again, uh, th- this is my own personal experience. Uh, th- it was much different uh, this time around than the last time uh, that I had COVID. This was uh, what I thought was just a bad head cold uh, that just kept getting worse and worse. And then, uh, like I said, I-, I started, I think my first dose uh, was late Thursday. And, and within an hour, I probably felt 50% better in an hour, hour and a half and, and, uh, have been feeling progressively, uh, better as the, as the days go on. Uh, I don't know. I got, I had emails. I came in. I hadn't checked my email in, uh, three or four days. Uh, people were obviously, uh, I know a lot of you are worried about me. Thank you for that. Thank you for your prayers, your thoughts. Uh, don't have any knowledge of them trying to take me out, uh, or, or anything like that. My mind won't even go there. So I, I don't believe that's the case. At least I hope that's not the case, but, uh, I understand, uh, how some of you may feel that way. But, uh, Jason, I, I, I'm feeling much better today. That's good. So we can start doing some radio and, and talk about gold and silver and all the other stuff that's flooding the, uh, panicky news cycle. Yeah, you know, and, and I guess we got to talk about Ukraine, right? I mean, it, it's on everyone's mind. I'll, I'll say this. This is the worst possible outcome. And let me, let me give you some context. Uh, obviously, the best possible outcome was it never happened, right? Uh, trying to, uh, and I hate to say it, and, I, and again, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Okay. This was created, this situation was created, in my opinion, by us and our NATO allies, right? And I don't know what they expected, right? Of, of uh, well, let's, let's just say a sparking debate about allowing Ukraine into NATO uh, and these things, because... In fairness, Ukraine really outside of, you know, they do a lot of wheat and things like that. There's a big pipeline, obviously, of natural gas that runs through Ukraine. But they're a nothing in the world economy, really. Uh, They're a very corrupt country, have been for a long, long time. To the point of the the president of the country, (laughs) Had nothing to do with politics. Why? Because all the Ukrainian people know all their politicians were corrupt. 
I mean, the closest this guy did to anything political is he was on a TV show where he played the president. So, this all should have been avoided, wasn't. Okay, so that, that was, that would have been scenario, the best scenario was it didn't happen. The next best scenario was, which is what I was hoping for, and I shouldn't say, hope's the wrong word. It's what I expected, I guess. Was Russia was going to mow right through them, and this thing would be, uh, come today, the Russian flag would be flying in the capital city, right, and Russia was going to put in some puppet regime. Believe it or not, that would have been the second best outcome. Unfortunately, that in, in part of, you know, and I think about it this way, part of our failures, if you will, in Afghanistan or Iraq, right, these people didn't care about nationalism, right? In, in Afghanistan, it's all about tribal stuff, right? They, they could care less about you know, Afghan national, you know, the, the pride of Afghanistan. It all has to do with whatever little tribe they're a part of. In Iraq, it all had to do about religion came before anything. They didn't care about Iraq. They cared more about I'm a Sunni or I'm a, I'm a Shia. At least in the Ukraine, the Ukrainian people care very much so. Now, I don't know. Uh, all of the propaganda that's being purported out there, by all accounts, uh, the Ukrainians are battling. Uh, their, their, their president, who was kind of a joke, has turned into uh, a, a, a hero. Matter of fact, very likable. I know uh, as far as Americans go, I can tell because I feel it myself. I'm like, yeah, stick it to them. Right? And, and you see these people, you know, uh, average people with no military experience and lining up to get guns. I mean, all, all these things to, to help uh, protect the Ukraine. It's quite the TV show. Right? Now, again, I don't know how much. In, in our media, we're, we're going to get all the positive Ukraine stories. And we're seeing it work because what's happening? Everybody's sending them stuff. Weapons. Yeah. Even Germany said, hey, after the, you know, the World War stuff, hey, uh-uh. Nope. We're giving it to you. We want to send them stuff. Everybody, This is going to make it last longer, which just means what? Well, these are going to get a lot worse on commodity prices before they get better. Pizza Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, we're coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker uh, here this morning. We're talking Ukraine. I mean, because we we've got to. Uh, uh, we've had a big rally today in gold and silver and oil. Uh, Friday we had this big huge rally on in stocks and gold got wiped out. Oil got wiped out, and it's so funny. Jason actually called me yesterday just to make sure. Uh, that, that I was gonna, that I was doing okay, cause he was like, Joe, man, I've texted you a few times this week. I haven't heard anything. And, and I was like, I didn't get them. And it's kind of weird. I was telling him this thing ever since, you know, they shut off 3G last week. Uh, and, and it's kind of weird. Like, uh, my wife would not get any of my texts. Now, 
if I, we were in a group text with the two boys, she got them. But if it was just me and her, she wouldn't. Weird stuff's kind of been going on. So I told you, I said, ah, probably, I don't know. Weird stuff. I'm fine. I'm great. I'm going to be there. We started talking about the markets, and we were both kind of laughing. Uh, on, and I said, whatever rallied on Friday and whatever got, uh, you know, unrallied on Friday, uh, be ready for the re- exact opposite thing to happen on Monday because it really, a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that there would have been a good reason for the rally on Friday. The, and I'm talking about Wall Street stocks rally. If today we are talking about, like I said, the Russian flags flying over the Capitol, we've got a puppet regime, because by, by and large at that point, it's over, right? It's done with, uh, we're going to put sanctions on, but, but the war's done. Instead, Jason, we've got the exact opposite now, and, and really a lot of it probably... Uh, the fears of why Putin invaded in the first place is, yep, see, look at now all, all of you are throwing weapons at him. And let's face it, listen, you know what Ukraine was really known for up until, what, what did Ukraine even come to the forefront? A month ago? Right? No, right. you know, Ukraine, most people can't even pick it out on a map. But it, let me tell you what it was known for, outside of corruption. Hackers. Crypto criminals, weapons dealer. That's really what they outside of. Yep, they do have wheat there. Yep, and yes, the pipeline from Russia runs through Ukraine. But that's really what it was all about. And, and now, lo and behold, we figured out a way. I guess Jason to give them even more weapons. Yeah, well, and I, uh, you know me, I think everything's a, as a show. It's it's all fake, and I, I believe this war is, even though it's real, real things being blown up and people being shot. Uh, it is a it's a fake war, Joe. I'm convinced. Uh, Putin. Oh, it has to be, doesn't it? Putin has given. There's no reason for it. Putin's been given way too much credit. He does not make these decisions. I, I, I watch all these, you know, the guys that are kind of like minded like us, and then of course you got the the mass media. Uh, Putin's given way too much credit, and and you look at him. And, you know, he, how many years has he been there? It's almost the kind of time for his retirement, isn't it? He's been there a long time uh, in that role, and and I was looking at stuff. I, I you know, it's funny. I went to Al Jazeera. Can you believe this? I, sometimes you find more truth at Al Jazeera than you do the mainstream media across the world. And it, I was reminded of a bunch of things that I you know I'd forgotten about that, like Russia's having trouble before this war feeding their population. They're not as bad off as North Korea, but they're having they're having some economic tr- struggles, and they've had it since the '90s. Uh, I, I saw videos of Russians uh, pillaging grocery stores because they had no food. Why, why, if the Russians are such a big bad uh, opponent, are, do they not have enough food for these soldiers? You know, so you start asking questions, Joe, and I start. I'm, I, you know, I think about this, and what I see, Joe, believe me, I, what I think this is what's going on. I think the the, uh, the the economic powers of the world are showing on a global scale what happens to bad guys if they do bad things. We're going to shut them off. Why do I have a feeling this is this is a global way of showing a a, a digital currency system and how it could be used against the quote unquote bad guy? That's what it starts to look like to me. You know, that's another great point, right? So you see how how hard it is right now. Let me tell you what we're trying to do. And I say we, you know, not, you know, the 
whoever, the powers that be. They want to figure out a way to cut Russia off with the exception of natural gas and crude oil and, and related products, right? So crude oil, gasoline, diesel fuel, you know, whatever, you know, things that uh, around those two key pieces. That's it. In their perfect world. That's what they would be able to do. So right now, that's very hard to do because they don't have the right instrument. Right? We can kick them out of SWIFT. Right? And block their ability to pay for things and at the same time block our ability to pay for things. But then, all of a sudden, you think about oil at $100 is a lot. You think about gas at over $4 is a lot. If they actually stopped selling crude oil, if they actually had to stop selling natural gas, I, I, the price couldn't go high enough. And I'm not talking about $200. I mean, Russia, you're talking just crude oil alone, over 7 million barrels a day. It can't be done. I mean, we, we could maybe mull our way through like a million barrels. They don't have the instrument to do it. And this has been the big struggle with what they're trying to do. So, Jason, i, I got to say this right now. I didn't even think this. But what a great point. Man, if we just had this digital system. Well, and think about this, Joe. Right? We can shut off everything but the stuff that, you know, is what we deem to be globally important. Think about this, Joe. What if Ukraine wins the war? What if that's supposed to be what happens? Hey, when someone's a bad guy, we shut them off, and the, the small guy can win. You know, just think about think about how that that just makes the average uh, person in the world think. Well, that digital currency wouldn't be so bad. We could we could really punish all those criminals and bad guys out there. No more Putins can jump up out of nowhere and, and cause wars because we can just shut them off. <laughs> I mean, just just you think, know, just think how Bill Gates that sounds, right? Yeah. <laughs> It, it really does, and I guess you know. And here's the funny part, I, and I and I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, you know, yeah, that man, brilliant observation. And yet, at the same point, I'm like, man, do we even need that? Right? I think most of us have already figured it out. We're not that dumb. Yeah. Okay. Now, maybe uh, the person that never stops listening to the sports talk radio, or doesn't watch the news, or or only listens to I don't even know uh, the Who Done It podcast, and has no uh, reality of what's going on outside of the fact this is the house I live in. I go to work every day. I, re- I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't want to know. Outside of those people, aren't most of us already like, yeah, we see what you're doing. I mean, do we have to go to this length? But it kind of feels like they think they do, Jason. Right. I mean, people don't really understand how controlled our opinions are about things. Like, let me get an example. Here's a Ukrainian example. What do you think of, Joe, when I say Chernobyl? What, what do you think of that area after the, uh, the, uh, the meltdown of the nuclear plant there? What, what, is, your, your, what is your visual when, that's in your head about that place? Uh, well, ghost town. No-go area. Correct. It's, right? I it, mean, that's, that's, when you say Chernobyl to me, that's why I, I immediately go to the nuclear thing, and then 
uh, I don't know how many years ago, decade ago, something, they did a special, right? You, everything's vacant, empty, and, uh, someone's got a, a, a machine that measures radioactivity, right. and, and essentially you're gonna have three-headed cows, and yep. all this other stuff happening. Well, I watched a video about, uh, the, the 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 wilderness wonderland since it's a no go zone because if if humans go there you're just going to fall over and die right but there's wolves and bears and moose and deer and rats and mice and birds and cats uh, you know all all the animals that the, the people left behind all feral cats are there and uh, they're all healthy animals there's no diseased animals there's no freak animals even the frogs are fine everything's great. It's interesting how Russia went and took over that place. Why well, was one of the first places they took with the Chernobyl uh, no-go zone? You know, we had uh, Gene Kuntz on, on the Half Empty Cup of Joe a couple weeks ago, saying that radiation isn't what we think it is. But see, that's that's how that's how uh, our opinions are driven. Putin's the bad guy, and he did all of this. It's all him. No, he didn't. Somebody told Putin to do that. P- Putin has controllers. I, I just wish somebody out there on the larger uh, news uh, outlets would actually say, "Hey." Putin doesn't make all these decisions by himself. No, it's all Putin. It's all Putin, Joe. He's you know, and, and it's good to give him a bad guy because then they only have to take one guy out when this thing is over. We we'll say Ukraine wins the war, Putin gets humiliated and he's he, he he's going to retire out of public uh, life, and they'll just put another Russian leader there. But by, by, by the way, just because you brought it up, but I didn't know the answer. Putin's only sixty nine. That's so retirement age. To, That's retirement yeah. age. Well, I, but I'm saying we've got uh, the fossil. Uh, Joe Biden is our leader. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, that's because they had to put him there. They didn't have any other good choices. They they wanted Biden to be, I guess, our fall guy for this 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 time frame. We got a lot of fall guys, Joe. As we as we change things, you know, people. I heard the news talk about. Isn't this weird how the Democrats want war and they're beating the war drums, and you have Republicans that are worrying about this? And I and and I wish I could scream at the team. It's like, look. The reason that the Democrats are beating the war drum is because they're in power right now, and this is what yeah, the world they got wants. People coming on TV saying we should join the fight. Your eyes, literally, guys are on TV saying America should join and help Ukraine. This is <sighs> if Trump was Man. president right now, it would be opposite. The Republicans would be beating war drums, and the Democrats would be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're that right. Guy. You're right. That's exactly how it is. We have oligarchy. I wish people would understand this. The banks are the power system of this global system, and then there's a whole bunch of of, of Men we don't know their names that that pull all the levers, make all the decisions, and and uh, we're just at their mercy, Joe. That's this is why I love gold and silver. It's like that one one of those little things that you can pull out of their system. They they can't control your gold if you have it physically in your possession. That's what I love about it. Yeah, and you know you sit there and you think about uh, all the things that are happening. Like right now, interest rates in Russia twenty percent. Yeah. What what did you love? To, to get that rate of, of, of return and, and they, they're, they're, they're back. They made a big announcement today. Hey, we're going to be buying even more gold. Of course, Russia, it's taken a while, but they've done a lot of things to insulate themselves. And Russia's a, a good one, uh, because they, they still have banks that, that are going to suffer because of this. But by and large, Russia had created uh, an environment where they didn't do a lot in dollars. They didn't, uh, you know, the U.S. The long arm of the U.S. Uh, couldn't get to them. Uh, a lot of U.S. companies don't have a lot of uh, money invested in Russia. So, so in that regard, uh, Russia is a safer place to go after uh, because it doesn't have. 
as many ramifications throughout the banking system. But I'll tell you this right now. Some of these European banks, they already know they've got to be a lot more careful uh, not to disrupt the apple cart. Uh, but this is something where uh, if it was a country that was more interwoven into the fabric, uh, I think it would be a much different story. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely, Joe. And so, so and when you when you watch all the news coverage, uh, always always uh, be suspicious of what they're showing you, Joe. And I, I was looking at stories about. I did not realize how bad off the Russian economy was. I, I thought they had recovered from the 1990s. It appears that they've just never recovered, and and they're in a. You know, let's say let's say it this to be. Well, the- you know, yes and no. There's some listen. There's there's both sides to this about what they say about the Russian economy. It's very uh, energy-driven. Uh, yep. Things have gotten better lately than than, than uh, before. But yeah, Russia's not an economic powerhouse mm-hmm. by any means. But I'll say this: it's more than just a gas station, right? Because a lot of I've heard some people say, "Oh, Russia's just a, a gas station." It's a little more than that. But to your point, Jason, this is not some. Uh, high on the hog, uh, society by any means, right? I mean, you know, let's face it, they, they, they don't have a life of excess and luxury. What they really have is kind of where America's going. We've got a handful of super rich, and then everybody else is serfdom plus, you know? 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here. And right, Jason really, you know, as Jason was talking about economic conditions, right, this is kind of where we're going, right, where Russia's got uh, the elite and then kind of everybody else just trying to get by, right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. I mean, when you see videos of Russian soldiers uh, robbing convenience stores and grocery stores, there's there's definitely something wrong. They're not whatever we're seeing on TV is not what's actually happening, Joe. So you know, when when I started looking at the uh, the economic problems that Russia's having before this war, you know, I, I, some people how about this, Joe? Some people think, well, you got this, you got this, uh, this, this, the Allied uh, Russian China war, you know, war machine. They're gonna they're gonna be super powerful with the Chinese economy and Russia's war machine, and they're, and they're gonna they're gonna rise up and be this this big enemy to America. But well, where's China? They're not they're not jumping up to to help Russia. And I'll say this: the central banks that run China and that run the Fed, it's a lot of the same guys. So I don't know why people think that, that Russia is going to jump up and, and, and ally itself with China and, and be this right. big opponent. Let's check this out. If, if, if Ukraine wins this war, the why would a China-Russia uh, uh, allyship, what, what does that make them look if they can't, if they can't take over Ukraine? And I have the sneaking feeling, Joe, that Ukraine's going to win this thing. That's, that's just that's right now. That's my feeling. <laughs> that would be something. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I'll say this too, right? Think about it in the other context because to Jason's point. Imagine it being in reverse. Where would they go here? They would go to the homeless camps in California. They'd go to San Francisco and Los Angeles, uh, Baltimore, Chicago, yep. New York, right? And look at all the, 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 the cesspools and they would show that. I mean, right? And, and, you know, how far away are we? Think about this. We're, we're a society very quickly that is evolving into nobody owns anything. The, the largest homeowner uh, in, in in the country is is Wall Street firms right? by by record amounts. Uh, we we have home ownership rates 
uh, that that are getting dangerously close to like 50%. Half the country can't own a home. Car ownership rates. It used to be, I mean, how long? I don't even know. When did leasing start? 20 years ago? 25 years ago? And it was kind of just a gimmick. Everyone saw it as a gimmick. Oh, yeah, hey, this is a, this is a way to to get you into a nice car that you really can't afford. And, oh, by the way, you better not drive it very much because uh, as soon as you go over 10,000 miles, you're going to cost a fortune. Now, look at, you know, fast forward 20, 25 years later. Heck, people got a lease. They don't, we're not talking about BMWs and, 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 and Land Rovers. Now, granted, they're doing that as well. But, I mean, there's so many. They're out there leasing Ford Focuses, Jason. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the standard of living has gone down every single decade since the 50s. This, this is a planned event. America was blessed, is blessed with so many resources that if you want to globalize and turn America you know, as a part of a global system, there's, there's a lot of, you know, uh, ground to cover to push that push us down and so so th- these guys these bankers uh, they don't want to get they don't want to get caught stealing in broad daylight they don't want to get their uh, their hand caught in the cookie jar so to speak they want somebody else to get their hand caught in the cookie jar for them so you know there's got to be fall guys there's got to be people that do the dirty work for them and and all of this joe just like you said it's, it's just a lower standard of living and we're we're seeing it and, and uh, i love the 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 uh, the point of uh home ownership Home ownership is going to be a thing of the past, and that's happening really soon. I mean, I, I see, I know Boulder is a uh, is, is more of a well-to-do area, you know, but but since when was a a four-bedroom, two-bathroom, eighteen hundred square foot home one point one million dollars in any area, Joe? You know, three four-bedroom, three-bathroom, twenty-five hundred square foot home in Boulder, three point six million. You know, th- these aren't these aren't the super luxury luxurious homes of the rich. These are Average large houses or even medium-sized houses, Joe. Yeah, you know, and uh, Forbes was out talking about welcome to 2030. So think about, you know, here we are, uh, 2022, 2030, uh, not very far away. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a home. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. It may seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us in this city. Everything you considered a product now has become a service, right? We have access to transportations and accommodations, food, and all the things we need in our daily lives. One by one, all of these things became free. So it ended up not making sense for us to own much of anything at all. Uh, and again, you just start to think about, and they're talking about, uh, communication digitalized and free to everyone. Clean energy. Well, we're gonna make that free. Transportation. We're gonna make that free, right? And this is kind of, you know, we're seeing this. And, and Forbes, they're exaggerating a little bit. But really, isn't that what's really happening out the, out in, in, in especially, uh, in the United States and society today where, uh, give up all your freedoms and we'll give you stuff in return. Socialism. Socialism. Right? 
You know, I, I don't know how we get from a two-bedroom, three-bathroom house for $7 million, 2,600 square feet. How do you go from that to socialism? Because there's a, there's a big gap there, Joe. You know, and, and, and maybe it's like you said, like Russia. You have oligarchs. You have rich guys. And then you have peasants, peasants and lords. That, that's where it's probably going to end up. Because who, who's going to be able to rent a $7 million house, Joe? Yeah. Right? I mean, I again, I, I keep shaking my head. Uh, today, Target. Announced, yes, we're raising wages again. So Target, they've gotten really smart and they're sophisticated. They know, hey, I don't need to pay the same starting wage in uh, Spank Bottom, Mississippi, as I do in L.A. So they've come out with this scale, scale now, the lowest Starting wage, and again, this is out today, so coming to a target near you, it's going to be $15. But they said, in depending on where you live, the starting wage at a target may now be up to $24. So, Spank Bottom, Mississippi, $15. Phoenix, Arizona, maybe we're 18 maybe we're 20 Right, San Francisco. It's going to be twenty-four bucks. Right, and again, this is just emblematic of of what really what's happening. Think about you know, go back to the to the eighties and the unions at at Ford and GM. Everybody was all upset. My God, these guys are making twenty-eight dollars an hour. Twenty-four dollars an hour at a Target. Just to get you in the door. Painter Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's uh, 1906. Uh, silver, 2450. Uh, Russia has now announced. So, again, this is what we're going to see. Uh, day in and day out. All of these different announcements. Uh, first, uh, we are out, again, talking back to Swift this morning. Trying to figure out, like I said... Uh, how to allow for natural gas and crude oil, but nothing else. Here's the thing. I wonder, too, would Russia ever just say, well, we're just going to turn it off? Now, granted, uh, that would be devastating to Russia. But if they're getting devastated enough, uh, could that be the ultimate weapon uh, saying, hey, we're just not going to ship anybody but uh, our friends, the Chinese, any oil or gas. Uh, wow, I, I don't know. But here's what uh, Russia's saying right now. Uh, they're blocking no foreigner can sell any Russian bonds. So you can't get out of your bonds, uh, which, by the way, they're bond market. You know, when, you, when we talk about yields now at 20%, uh, bef- uh, I want to say they were 10% on Friday. Those are huge losses, right, for uh, people that already own bonds. Now they've just said that uh, none of their citizens are going to be allowed to transfer uh, monies into other hard currencies. In other words, hey, you can't uh, 
go to euros or go to dollars. You got, you're stuck with euros, uh, and you cannot transfer any money abroad. Uh, again, this is what we see anywhere, uh, where there's turmoil in the world, right? Uh, they shut off the banks. They don't let you have access to your money. You're not allowed to transfer it out, right? You're not allowed to do any of these things, Jason. Just another reason, uh, why everybody needs to have uh, gold in their portfolio. Another reason why I tell everybody, listen, don't have uh, too much money sitting in your bank accounts because uh, at any point in time, for whatever reason, they can just freeze it. I mean, there's a reason why gold been out again today. Gold is the currency of last resort. Of course it is, right, because it's outside of the system, Jason. Right, yeah, I saw some reports of uh, bank runs uh, in in Russia, uh, kind of similar to uh, what was it a week ago, two weeks ago, when uh, the truckers' uh, bank accounts in Canada were being shut off. So there was uh, bank runs in in, in uh, Canada, and the the powers that be are they're watching these behaviors very closely to see uh, where they're going to head next. And, uh, and and why do I get the feeling that when this whole thing is said and done, maybe a year, five years down the road, ten years? Why do I get the feeling that if, if this is a planned event, that Russia's economy is going to be doing you know, really well in the future, Joe? Because, uh, like I say, if, if it's rigged the way I think it's rigged, Russia's going to be uh, rewarded for, for pushing us into this digital currency uh, situation we're headed for. You know what? We're going to have to write that down. We're going to have to write that down and, and uh, go back into the Wayback Machine and see if in 2030, 2035... Uh, that whole duck, because that very well could be. Yeah, I mean, it, Russia, Russia has been trying really hard to become like the OPEC of, of, of Asia, you know, to where they give all the, uh, the natural resources, the, the natural gas and oil that, that Europe needs, just like we have OPEC kind of trying to control our oil prices here in America. I, I think that's what they're, they're heading for, but they're just not quite getting there. So, you know, I mean, yeah, and again, some negotiations know, going up, on. I'm, so, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because if Russia was such, this terrible bank, because let, let's face it, right, Russia's been in the bad guy bus ever since I've been alive, right? You know, we, we used to, well, I still remember, we used to do a nuclear bomb drill when I was in elementary school. And we'd get under our desk. I mean, it was the dumbest thing ever. And why? Because of the Russians, you know. And uh, the 1980. Uh, hockey teams, uh, one of the, one of those memories as a kid that, that I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, right? And of course, uh, we didn't even win the gold medal, but we happened to beat the Russian team. Uh, but if they were so bad, then why would Europe allow themselves to be so dependent upon them, right? Right. Exactly, Joe. And I mean, you know, I think they actually won the gold medal. So I don't know. I'll have someone call us. Someone's probably screaming at us. I think they beat uh, Russia in the semifinals, and they beat. I think they beat Sweden for the uh, the gold medal. I think I could be wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I don't think you are. Well, I'm gonna look it up. We, we got to look it up. We got to look it up. I'm pretty sure I, I saw the movie. I think the movie uh, with uh, Russell. Uh, Kurt Russell. I, th- I think they uh, they beat Russia. Oh, okay. In the well, then if you saw the movie, then you're right. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I kind of remember 1980. You know, think about that. I didn't even know that, but I know we beat the Russians. We beat the Russians. Yeah, that was that was out there for everyone to hear. That's for sure. <laughs> they were the bad guys. You know, the uh, 1984 they they uh, boycotted our Olympics. Remember? Yes, that's right. Yes, because we boycotted their Olympics. Correct. 
Yep. 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 Yeah, we had the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, and the Russians didn't show up because because we were in the midst of the Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. The Russians have always been, here's the thing is is the Russians have always been the bad guys because their central bank didn't really line up with ours at all, Joe, until the wall fell in 1991. Then suddenly they slowly became a part of the system. And I'm wondering if what's going on is is Russians just want a, a stronger position in the system, so they're gonna they're gonna play the part of the bad guy here. That's that's what I'm seeing. That's that seems to be what they're doing because they're still doing business. If this was really a war against the West, why are they still selling us oil? Why are they still doing business? Right. With us? Yeah. I, 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 and again, if this was such a big deal, why wouldn't Russia just shut it off? Yeah. If they were really apart from the system, they could just shut off. They're, they're gonna fight, right? Well, they're not fighting the system. They're just. They have this thing in Ukraine going on. <laughs> That's why people are confused. And that's why everybody's joining up. The peer, the global peer pressure for all these nations to, to line up and give weapons to Ukraine and save that little country. Nobody's going to... Who's going to be the guy that's like, well, wait a minute. Should we, shouldn't we just be pacifists? Should we just like stay out of this? There's, there's nobody doing that now, Joe. Nobody's like, oh, I'll just stay out of this. No, it's amazing what's happened over the last, say, three or four days. Where a lot of people now, everybody seemingly wants to get involved. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Final segment here before Jason and I switch gears to the half-empty cup here. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, and this is more for Jason. Uh, we, we've Source A has none. Source B has none. We've got a C source. Uh, they have some, so Jason, you can continue to sell those. Uh, I've got 50 $20 gold pieces today at $21.95. $21.95. Uh, that's about 35 bucks off, so that's a pretty good value here, uh, especially with gold up double digits today. 800 951 Zero five nine two. Uh, the Dow is mixed right now off the lows. We'll see. It's you know is this uh, just a a midday rally or not? Well, remains to be seen. Crude oil still up uh, over three and a half dollars. Just a a few cents under ninety five dollars a barrel uh, as we watch all of this play out and uh, sanctions. Uh, on the left and sanctions on the right. And I think Jason probably nailed it today. At the end of this, why will it be, man, if we only have the digital currency, we could have put the sanctions on a lot better. Uh, and this outcome, uh, could have been different, right? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, and, and again, we'll see how long this plays out. Uh, but right now, that's where we sit this morning. Yeah, Joe, I think in the near future we're going to see a lot of the suffering Russian people videos. I started seeing some of the uh, protest videos, uh, the, the, the uh, anti-war protests in Russia. They're starting to show some of that. Um, but I think that's what we're going to start seeing. We're going to start seeing the suffering of the Russian people because of their big bad leader, Putin. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. At the end of the day, well, whenever this thing ends or however it ends, and if I'm right, let's just say I'm right, and Ukraine wins this thing, pushes Russia out of there, you know, it's it's it sure seems like the uh, the global community stopping the bully. Man, just what a what a happy story that would be. Right? Yeah, that would be bad. You you're putting a, you, you got a big positive spin going on today. Well, I mean, it's not positive cuz we're going to go to digital currency and they're going to enslave us because of this. 
Happy stories <laughs> turns into slavery, Joe. That's that, unfortunately that's what happens. Be, be be very very careful of the happy story. All right, there there you have it. Uh, Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and other news. There was other news out there. Uh, the U.S. trade deficit surging again. I you know just when you thought it couldn't get any bigger. Uh, apparently exports were down, imports were up, uh, trade deficit up another 7% in January, $107.6 billion, a new all-time high for the month of January. By the way, it's the second straight month in a row where we've set new all-time record highs, and just remember what that actually means. It's another $107.6 billion of wealth leaving the United States, Jason. Well, Germany just decided to up their uh, their military budget above uh, the NATO. There's like a NATO uh, level that you can't spend too much of your budget on military. Well, they're they're going to up the Yeah, it was like 2%. And Germany yep. said, ah, right? yeah, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Got to get the war machine going. So that trade deficit in the, in the months to come might come down as we actually do produce military uh, stuff. So maybe, uh, you know, this will be good for, for the trade deficit. Maybe we'll get a little a little relief you know, in the right direction, Joe, maybe temporarily. But there you go, you know. They, they get rid of all this these weapons that have just been sitting around. They're useless. Let's, let's blow everything up quickly in Ukraine as fast as we can and start selling Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody.